That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Which maybe is don't drive on the right-hand side of the road in a, in a right-hand country. There you go. <laughs> don't, 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 don't drive on the same side as your steering wheel. Maybe the words of wisdom is if you find yourself in a left-side-of-the-road country, mm-hmm. take a cab. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Bielman. I'm Cecil Davis. We're just trying to have a conversation without using Google or fact-checking, kind of like the way we used to talk, sitting around the dorm room, the hallway, the water cooler. Someone would say something, and a lot of people would kind of nod their head and say, that don't sound right. There was something this week that I had to Google that I felt, I even announced, I said, I've got to Google this. In, in, uh, Were you shunned? I was, yeah, I was questioned what I was doing <laughs> because it was going to end the conversation as soon as I. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was visiting some family and uh, my my sister in law. We were we were all talking and my sister in law. She just she had to announce it. I can't stand it anymore, Peter. I gotta look this up. I'm like, all right, come on. Yeah, we don't want to make this. We don't want to make this. Um, you know, pressurized situation no. where you don't feel like you can you can Google anything, but. Right. Go as long as you can. Uh, by the way, several people have said that if I go do stand-up, they want to be present. There we so go. So we need to remember to invite <laughs> several people have asked. Would you like to maybe go once without them to kind of work? No, no, no. Work, might as well just dive in. <laughs> or work the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Hey, tonight we're going to talk about driving on the wrong side of the road. That's our topic. That's our topic. So this was a surprise topic. I didn't know what we were talking about tonight. I was uh, so yeah, some people know this, others don't. I work for a Swedish company. Yes, I know. And, that. Yeah, you yeah, you knew this, and um, so I work with a lot of Swedes. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about cars and driving, and uh, one one of the Swedes said, "You know, the Swedes used to drive on the left side of the road." Really? They did. Why'd they switch? They switched because a all of their cars were left-hand drive anyway. Uh-huh. And that's because all the c- countries that surrounded them drove on the right side of the road. Okay. And so they were having a lot of head-on collisions. Really? Well, think about it. You drive in a car, you drive on the left side of your car. Yes. Your, your steering wheel's on the left side. Right. And instead of driving on the right side of the road where you're close to the center line, where you can bump out and see if you can pass a car, you're driving on the left side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're behind slow traffic. Mm-hmm. What do you have to do to see if you can get around them? you got to pull way out to see them, and right. usually it's too late. Do you have to do that in a – is that – I guess that's in every right-hand drive country, though. Do they have the high instance? No. You know you're in the right-hand – No, because – Now I'm all turned around. They were left-hand drive cars in a right-hand drive country. That's correct. Yep, okay. Yeah. The other way around. They were right-hand drive cars. And no, I'm sorry. It was a left-hand drive car <laughs> on a left-hand drive, a left side of the road. Right. Country. country. Right. So they flipped it. They, it, was, it was on the wrong side. Yeah. So what's your topic? Well, the topic is how did they make the change? And they did it 
How did they make? They the did it in a five-hour period. One day, they just one day. A day? Mm-hmm. And then everything went to. So in 1955, the Swedish government yeah. held a referendum on the topic of going to the right-hand drive. Now, almost 83% voted no, but they passed it anyway. They decided to go ahead and do it. Right. And what they did was they, uh, in 1963, they started the process mm. of education. And um, the day was called Dagen H. <laughs> All right? So Dagen is Swedish for day. So this, right. Is, right, this, is, this is H day. All right. All so, right. They're, so they've got left-hand drive cars. Cars. And they're going to now drive on the right-hand like, side of the road. Like we do in the, like United, we do States, in the United States. And that all of Europe does, except right. for Great Britain. Right. All right. Prior to that, they had been driving on the left-hand side, side of the, of the road. road. But they still had left-hand drive cars. They had left-hand drive cars. Why did they have left-hand drive cars? Because that's what, that's what everything is around them. Oh, right, right. Uh, that's what, all all okay. the other car, uh, the you know, they're a small country. They're yeah. taking what they got. Yeah. All the cars were left-hand drive, but they still were set up to be driving on the left side of the road. They weren't set up to drive on the right side. Why were the they set up to drive on the left side of the road? It was a holdover. Yeah. It was a holdover. Countries eventually made their way to the right-hand side. Sweden never made the change. So they huh. finally decided to make the change. But don't they drive on the wrong side in Britain? They do. That's a. I've got to really think about this for a minute. That's a. But their steering wheel is on the right side of the right car. Right hand. Okay. So yeah. it's so it works out okay. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Yeah. And there's not too many countries left to do this. That's odd that that wasn't pretty standard from the very beginning. Like we're not all one way or the other. You well, interesting. You say that. We all started walking on the left side of the road. Really. It all started with Romans. Riding your horse oh. and living in a violent society along the road, you want to have your sword on oh. your right side facing anything that can attack you. Okay. So you'd ride your horse on the left side. So everyone's riding on the left side. Mm -hmm. If someone comes at you, you get your right, you're right handed, your sword, you're right there. The other thing is if you're, when you're right handed, mm -hmm. you normally get off your horse on the left side. It's just easier to do that. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't want to get up, mount and dismount your horse. In the middle of traffic. You get horse up. traffic. Horse traffic. All right? I didn't know that. Yeah. All this is news to me. Isn't that point. crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So when did the change happen? Why did we, why did we make the change? Why did we make the change? Why did we make the change? It's I, so fascinating. I have no so idea. I, yeah, so I was talking with yeah, this week. Wait a minute. Let me see if I can figure it out. So you're saying, why did we go from being on the left-hand side yeah. to the right-hand side? Right. Correct. So everything's traveling on the right-hand side. Yeah. How'd that happen? I can't, well, unless it was just somebody put the, I mean, unless it was like serendipity where somebody accidentally put the, the design of the car wrong to begin with. But the steering wheels were kind of center for a while, weren't they? We actually made the change to the right-hand side before cars. We did? Yeah. So when it was just horse, horse and buggy traffic? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of started with the horse, tra the, the road trains of, of multiple horses mm -hmm. carrying, um, big carriages of people or goods, mm -hmm. they wouldn't ride in the carriage. The driver wouldn't ride the carriage. Mm -hmm. He would ride on the left rear horse. Let's say you got four horses. Right. He would left ride on the left rear horse so he could use his right hand to, to swat the train. Gotcha. All right? So 
when he started doing that, he re- mm. they realized well, this is not good because mm. I can't judge where the road is by mm. being on the left side. So they started moving on to the right side. And he's on the horse at this point. He's on the horse though. He's not on the carriage. How's he controlling the whole herd? He's got whole... he's got the reins in his left hand and he's got a whip in his right hand. Huh. But he's doing it from the horse. From the left hand side. From the left rear horse. That's right. That's interesting. Okay. I would not have guessed that. No. Very interesting. Another another piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. was that as a carryover of always riding on the left side, the aristocrats mm-hmm. in that era would walk on the left side. Peasants walk on the right side. Ah. All right? Peasants walk on the right side. Mm. But then when you had the 1789 French Revolution, the aristocrats realized, mm. I don't want to be known as aristocrat. So they started walking with So peasants. they started to walk with the peasants to kind of blend in. Now you got everyone walking on the right side. France makes the rule. All traffic on the right side it kind of spreads from there. Really? Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I think it's crazy. So there's just a few countries. So... Britain still drives. They still do that. I guess British colonies. Yeah, former Brit- British colonies. Kind of, kind of, some Sorry. of the lot of former British yeah, colonies. Yeah, that. Huh. Japan. They drive. They're still on. They still drive on the left side of the road. I wonder why. So the reason is here's the reason for them. Okay. <laughs> we know all this. So they're driving. They're on the left side basically for the same reason. Mm-hmm. They didn't make the switch. It's because when they start putting in the trains. Mm-hmm. They start. They got their train technology mm. from the Brits, mm. and the Brits were running the trains uh, on the left side of the road. Right. So that just how it happened, and then they adopted that particular technology. So, the, you know, one train running the direction is going to be on this left side. The mm. uh, train's always running on the left left of the other train. Right. And so they had to keep that. Once they had that infrastructure built in to the trains, do we still run trains like that in the U.S. or is it reversed? I think we only run one track. We don't have a lot of trains in the U.S. <laughs> that makes me wonder now where, which way, which side you load, even like a subway train on. I don't know. I, th- I think I think the trains are running on the right side of the road, right, right side, right, of, the right, right side of, it, of the tracks. Huh? Because you think about uh, you're always you're always because you're well. I guess it really doesn't matter if you're going to the middle, but I feel like you're always going to the. You're always loading. Whenever you are standing on the platform between mm-hmm. the two trains, mm-hmm. the trains are going to run away from you on the right hand side. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating, them. isn't it? Yeah, because that's our. I mean, our whole traffic system is based on this now. So back to Sweden. Yeah. Oh, how right. did they make this change? Yeah. How did they make the change? I so forgot, I forgot that's where we started. Dog and H, or H day, and the H stands for hogger traffic, and hogger traffic is the Swedish word for right-hand traffic. So they had this huge campaign mm. for a couple years mm. to get everyone prepared. Mm. They start putting all the signs in on the other side of the road with bags over them. Oh, I got you. Okay. Or, you know, they, yeah. were, all, they yeah. were all concealed. Right. And they, they gave people signs to put in their car. Right. And they, you know, they told everyone, okay, tune into your radio at 5 a.m. Mm. on Sunday, September 3rd, 1967. Mm. We're going to make the change. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. so efficient. That is efficient. And everyone did it. They, everyone stopped their cars. Yeah. Everyone stops their cars at 5 a.m. And then the, the Swedish, they got a lot of people, but they got yeah. the Swedish army, the Swedish military to really right. do this. And for four hours... They took the bags off the one set of signs mm. and cover up the other set of signs. Huh. 
They covered them all up. It took them about four hours. Right. And then about four hours later, they said, okay, everyone drive your car to the other side of the road slowly. That's and then the national speed limit for a while was mm. about half the normal speed limit. Right. They wanted everyone just to drive slow mm. for the first couple days. Right. And then as time progressed, they raised the speed limit back up to a, a normal speed limit. And then everyone was used to driving on the right Where's side that? of the road. Did they have any accidents during this time? The accident rate went down. Right. Yeah. I can imagine eventually it went down. Yeah. But I wonder if initially it went up. From what from what this particular suite told me, he said it was very. Now, how did you get this article? He, he the the guy pointed me to it. He said, "Go look up uh, Doggin H in the suite in Swedish." So what were you what were you talking about? Well, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Well, we were at dinner. We were talking about. I think we were just talking about different cars. He had a. Um, he must have had a right hand drive, and I mm. said. How did you get a hold of a right-hand drive? And I think we talked about the story of his right-hand drive. And he said, and, you know, even though I got this right-hand drive, mm. and Sweden used to drive on the left, we never had right-hand drive cars in Sweden. Mm. I said, really? What, so what happened? And then he told me about Dog and H. Dog and H. Dog and H. But is this the, you said last Saturday that there was something that got fed to you through. Oh, was no. This, this wasn't this it. This is not it. Oh, okay. This is not it. But I will say that last week uh-huh. I said "Hola," thinking that was "hello" in, Ital- in Italian. Yeah, right. <laughs> in Italian. <laughs> you want to go grab me an Italian sub? <laughs> in Italian, because yeah. our brand ambassador, yeah. Brand was over there. Yeah. Ciao is actually the correct word. But I say that is because uh-huh. the stupid tablet heard me. And it gave me me an an Italian lesson in one of my feeds. Nice. It's like, I did not ask for this. And I think I know why. I figured out what's listening. If you have your phone or your tablet to listen for the word Siri, it's not only listening for Siri. It's listening to everything else. So were you revealing the article that you got fed this week? No, no, we'll okay. do that. That's another. That's episode. a whole other I said whole, whole other thing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that uh, next week. Have you ever driven like in Britain? No, I've never driven. I, I've right never driven course. a right-hand drive car anywhere. I've seen a few in America, just like rule letter carriers that have them on the right side. Yeah, and um, well, the, occasionally I, you'll see an import on the right side. But. I mean, mail trucks, mail jeeps used to be all right-hand drive. Did they? Yeah, because. Pulling up, they could pull up and you know put the mail in the in the mailbox. I mean, even around here, they they were right hand drive. But I hadn't thought about trying to pass in the right hand drive car. Yeah, it's the, dangerous. Yeah, you know, on the right hand side of the it's road, very dangerous because yeah. you can't you can't see. I think that delivering the mail like that anyway looks dangerous. Any kind of those delivery, yeah, folks, go slow. Yeah, have your flashers on. Right, give them plenty of room. You know, that scout of mine, they made a right-hand drive version for the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, really? Another, and I'm sure other reasons, but... I mean, I, and I, maybe we've talked about this on the show one time. It, to me, I don't understand why we don't have, like, center console, why you don't sit in the middle of the car. Yeah, yeah. To me, that makes more sense. Like, sit in it like a Formula One car. Right, Because right. then you've got... You can see on both sides. Yeah, it's just kind of a, where you put your where you put your feet over the hump of the transmission. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, most, I mean, I'm sure I it's mean, like most, passengers and yeah and transmissions and all that kind of stuff. But to me, if like if you really were driving, if we we're building cars for 
pure safety, not for anything else. Yeah. It seems like you put put somebody in a cage right in the middle of the car. Yeah, yeah we have a, um, you know, you, the Tesla mm. Semi, their version of an electric truck, mm. they have a center driving position. Oh, really? Yep. They, they put the driver in the center. Yeah. Because there's no engine to, right. to really to, to worry about. Oh, uh, yeah. See, mm-hmm. all electric cars could be center drive. So electric cars could be center drive, and I think there's. Uh, you were talking about supercars. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a. I think there's a McLaren mm-hmm. that has a center drive, and then there's two passengers that sit slightly behind them on either side. Cool. I saw a McLaren last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. What color was it? It was uh, burnt orange or burnt sienna. Yeah, that's the kind of. Uh, that's kind of. The, where did you see this? Uh, I saw it at a restaurant in Raleigh. All right. Yeah. It was parked right by the front door, too. Ah. Oh, so I asked the valet guys. I was like, who got to park it? And whoever got to park it wasn't there at the time. <laughs> or whoever had it parked it themselves. Right, Which right. is probably more, nah, more likely. probably would do it. Yeah. It'd be also be interesting to see if anybody has driven, like you were saying, driven right-hand, left-hand. A right-hand, right-hand drive, drive in, the US. in the U.S. Yeah. Like a rural letter carrier or something like that. Or just somebody that was driving one for fun. What that sensation is like. A British car. Yeah. yeah. Occasionally, I'll see one on a TV show that they've restored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a like a Land Rover Defender, right? Right hand yeah, drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. We probably need to come up with some type of words of wisdom, which maybe is don't drive on the right hand side of the road in a in a right hand country. There you <laughs> <That's right. laughs> don't, don't put your don't put don't drive on the same side as your steering wheel. Maybe the words of wisdom is if you find yourself in a left side of the road country, mm-hmm. take a cab. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's some countries I wouldn't drive in on the left hand or the right hand. Side. Oh right, you I wouldn't drive in the center. <laughs> so when I was in Haiti, yeah, uh, they the previous missionaries had said there was this Ford uh, little Ford Ranger that needed fixing, and mm-hmm. here was the parts list. So I got the parts from here, from here, and took them with carried them down there with me. And so one day they said, uh, "Go with this guy. You're going back into Port-au-Prince." So. Somebody pulls me aside because in my head I'm thinking if I fix this thing, there's only two of us. Yeah. Somebody's got to drive that thing back. Oh, right. Out of Port-au-Prince back to where we were. Right-hand drive? Uh, it was right-hand drive. Okay. The, but this is just an example of where I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't yeah, drive. Wouldn't right-hand drive, drive or right left-hand drive. drive. But um, so I got to, they drove me in to where the, the truck was. Uh, and they handed me a basically a bread bag full of random tools. Yeah. The parts that I had, and I popped the hood on that little Ford Ranger, and it was a wreck. Nothing, I mean, nothing like you saw. Nothing like you expected. Right. Well, they just said that like there was one of the little sensors or something which I had needed to be replaced, but that was the least <laughs> of what was missing. I mean, it was missing one of the um, coolant pipes. The accessory belt was off. The um, there was there was multiple things. All four tires were flat. I forget all the different things, but the tools that I had were not going to get oh, what man. needed to be done done. But it had crossed my mind: had we gotten that thing fixed, who was going to drive it back? Yeah, and was it going to be me? Was it not? Well, one of the other one of the other people on the trip pulled me aside and said, "Do not attempt to drive that back if you get it fixed." Oh, uh, okay, okay. But in my back of my head, I was kind of like. I bet I can do it. Yeah. See, this would have been like this would have been my version of noodling. noodling. Yeah. I think I would have been right with you. Yeah, I think I would have tried that. Because as long as I got out of Port-au-Prince, 
Yeah. I'd been okay. Right. The hardest part would have been getting from where we were at out of the city. But you had a lead, chaos. You had a lead car, though. I had a lead car. It's beautiful. You just follow. You just, just stay on his bumper. But, like, in downtown, like, down near the Capitol, there were, we entered an area where it was just a big swarm of cars. Yeah. Like, there was a chance that I could have lost him easily in that. Right. But once you got past that, I think we'd have been okay. Man. Yeah. But I wish you'd have seen that engine. That, I've got pictures of it somewhere. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot missing. <laughs> and I, I mean, I worked on it for a couple hours just um, to see. Did you ever get it running? Oh, no. I mean, I didn't even get it close to where we could get it filled up with water. Oh, okay. Or That's too Yeah. I mean, it was, there was, and then as I kind of got things closer, I realized there were some major pieces <laughs> <laughs> that were missing. All right. Well, it doesn't sound right, but you've come to the end of another that don't sound right. Hey, before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening. It doesn't escape us that you have taken 20 minutes of your valuable time and listened to us talk. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. If this is your first time, would you consider hitting the subscribe button on your podcast or leaving us a review and give us, giving us a rating? Also, remember to visit Wonderfully Made Designs. It's a small business specializing in custom-made T-shirts and decals. Contact Casey on Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. Those numbers really matter. If you don't use the numbers, it won't be Casey. Yeah. And only deal with Casey. Right. Casey at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. Use code TDSR10 for 10% off your first order. That, ten, that, that, that code is still working. Hello. Makes That's one of the very... longest coupon codes I've ever seen. Yeah. Makes me feel official. So, That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other co-host and web designer. Uh, Emily is our graphic designer. Ella does our Instagram. Giorgio tests our merchandise. Brett, who is back from his over one of his overseas trips, he'll be going somewhere else soon. Ciao. Uh, is uh, our brand ambassador, our international brand ambassador now. Finally. And uh, as always, listener number one is Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. Stay curious.